Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Yoga for All podcast. Diane here. Hey, Amber. How's it going? Hey, good to be here. So we thought we'd do a little fun uh, podcast. This is going to be like maybe five minutes. Um, Just to get to know us podcast. I mean, I'm an open book on social media, so I think pretty much everybody knows everything. I think people know what I want for Christmas or my birthday before my husband even knows what I want for my Christmas or my birthday. But we thought we'd do a fun get to know your podcast and answer some of the most, I guess, intriguing questions. I don't know. I'm going to start as- by answer- asking questions to Amber. Amber, how old are you? I'm 36. And wow. the date of this podcast. <laughs> and when's your birthday? What what uh, astrological sign are you? My birthday is April 15th, which <laughs> used to be, it used to be tax day, but oh. now it's not, but it's okay. And then I'm an Aries, uh, very like classic Aries, 100%. Aries sun, Capricorn moon, Aries rising. This is wow. a lot of action happening. Wow. <laughs> You're fully Aries and I can, can relate because I'm an Aries too. And that's why you and I get along so well. Right. Um, it's fire plus fire, right? So how did you get started in yoga? So I came to yoga in my early 20s. I was like on, um, you know, my big like weight loss project, basically, (laughs) like really obsessed with losing weight, uh, which I don't any longer pursue intentional weight loss. But back then, I was like working out like crazy and dieting like crazy and all those things. And the trainer at my gym was like, you should do yoga on your rest days because it doesn't count as exercise, but you'll still burn calories. And (laughs) that was my introduction to yoga. Okay. And so I went to the class because I was like, oh, it's, it has to do with weight loss. Like, that's something I want. And so mm-hmm. I really didn't know anything about yoga at all, um, except that I was pretty sure fat people didn't do it. And so I was nervous to go. But then when I went to the class, I don't remember what we did. I was the only bigger person there. But I remember driving home and like 10 minutes into the drive, my Mean Girl soundtrack started back up in my head. I don't know if you've ever had one of these. I do. I do. Said, you're yep. fat, you're ugly. Everything you say yep. is dumb. They're mad at you. Why'd you do that? And so like, I noticed that if it started, that minute had stopped. <laughs> if oh. only for like the 10 minutes after class. Right, right. And that made a huge impression on me because like, that was kind of relentless. Like that hadn't really happened since I was like, you know, 12 or something. Oh. And so just like that little bit of relief where my mental talk was quiet and, you know, kind and everything was amazing. And so I was like, well, maybe it was the class. So I went back to another class and I noticed that when I would leave these yoga classes, like I would feel more calm, less anxious, like more grounded, more confident. And so that was really what got me hooked and kept me coming back was the, you know, like the internal regulation tools basically that I was finding because I think what happened is like, I didn't, you know, approach yoga in the same way that I approached exercise because he told me it didn't count as exercise. And so I think that opened up my ability to really like show up and be in my body and make it something that wasn't punitive or wasn't about changing my body, but that was just like an experience Mm -hmm. that really allowed me to like jump right in and and really be in my body for the first time as an adult in the way that, you know, we know yoga can be so beneficial. So yeah, came to it through weight loss, but it, uh, it like totally transformed everything. And eventually like yoga was one of the biggest catalysts to me, you know, quitting dieting and giving up intentional weight loss. So it's kind of ironic. (laughs) Isn't that funny? That's quite amazing to me. So, okay. What's your favorite yoga pose to do? 
So I used to say triangle pose, but you know what? Lately, I am really about the back bends. For me right now, my favorite pose is locust pose, which wow. I think is hilarious because a lot of people hate locust That's me. I hate it. Hate like it. when I teach locust pose in a class, I can like see people rolling their eyes and like hear the sign. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about locust pose that I feel like so strong and powerful and it is a lot of work, but I know that it's like, it's super beneficial just like to my, me personally and my body and the way that like, you know, my bones and my connective tissue and all that sort of like gets me in my patterns and locust pose kind of undoes some of that because I can really like engage everything in my back body. And so that like makes my back feel better. And it also just makes me feel really strong and powerful. So um, that's my favorite one right now. I know it's kind of a unexpected. It is unexpected. And I was so bitter. Do you remember? I think it's on video how bitter I uh, Yeah, I think you griped about it when I was like, yo, Lucas, my favorite pose. Yeah, and I was like, hells to the no. <laughs> All right. If you feel so compelled, um, what is something that nobody knows about you that you would share with us today? Okay. So I don't know, like, it's not like nobody knows about this, but most yoga people don't know about this. Um, so if you've been friends with me for a really long time, you probably yeah. know, but most people listening to this podcast don't know. I like grew up basically in like the punk and hardcore scene, oh, wow. um, music scene. So my like first experiences of community that were kind of outside of like church when I was like a little kid were in uh, like punk rock and um, in this music scene that I found. And um, I used to book shows for bands. I uh, helped run a record label. I like have done, um, I had like a collective for like local bands and I was like a show promoter and I've run like different festivals and things like that. So um, it was a big part of my life for a long time. Like I still go to shows every now and then and listen to the angry white boys scream for a while. But <laughs> as I've like matured in my feminism, I'm less able to do so <laughs> without extreme annoyance. But um, yeah, punk and hardcore is like a big part of uh, who I am and, and was for a long time, like what my life was about. So maybe that's something that most people don't know about me. I, you know what? I've known you for a hot minute and I, I knew kind of a little bit about it, but not to the extent that you shared. So because honestly, and go ahead and hate me out there and judge me as you will, I don't get punk rock. Okay. I um some documentary about the evolution of kind of classic mm -hmm. rock that we now to grunge, to grunge, to punk to punk, to grunge, however it worked to yeah. work today. And when I see these guys just like literally screaming into a microphone, I'm like, I know you're working out some kind of, <laughs> song, but it, I don't find this entertaining or musical. I just call it noise rock and roll. And it's so funny. But Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I think the way I think about music is I feel like there's, you know, music is a vibration, just yeah. like, you know, it's energy basically. And so like, sometimes you resonate with that energy and sometimes right. you don't like, I can't really stand jazz at all. And yeah. I know okay. See, so that, that you know what I mean? So it's like, like, I'm a jazz fan. I'm an R and B fan. Yeah. You know, it feels, it feels like the continent to me. So that's the kind of thing that, that, that stirs my, my emotion. Yeah. So, you know, different yep. strokes. Yep. For, for sure.
All right, those are my questions for you. Okay, now it's your turn. So, um, Diane, what is your age and your sign? <laughs> uh, well, I, as of this podcast today, I'm 48. I'm coming up on that big 49, and I plan to do some big things in my 49th year, uh, my 49th rotation around the sun. I plan to live large, and uh, there used to be a time in my life where my age gave me a lot of, um, I guess, anxiety. I watched my dad go through that as a kid. He was really worried about getting older. And when I was 39 years old, I was crossing the border to go pick up a package or go shopping in the States or something like that. And the border guard said to me, ooh, look at you. You've got a birthday coming up in a few weeks. And I said, yeah, thanks for reminding me. And he's like, um, he's like yeah, well, what's the alternative, right? And, I, and then when he said that, I was like, huh, he says something. And then I had a friend of mine die when she was 36. And mm -hmm. all she ever wanted in life was to grow old. So it changed my pers I'm gonna cry now, changed my perspective on, you know, getting older. So I'm wearing it like a badge. I tell everybody whenever I can, I'm okay with it. And I suffer from black girl magic. So I might be 49 coming up, but I might not look like 49. So mm -hmm. I'm also rocking that whole genetic privilege. Uh, I'm an Aries, just like you. And I'm right in there. I also have a Capricorn rising. And I'm also have a son in Aries. So it's kind of like we were, we were born exactly a week apart so I think nothing shifted in that week maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> but um yeah I'm full Capricorn I, I get heated I get my feelings I tell people off I'm a truly a, a, a fire sign yeah. and so uh and my son is an air sign and he feeds the fire sometimes so that, <laughs> that's going down at my house I like it <laughs> all right so um how did you first come to yoga or discover yoga uh, most people know this about me. My mother taught me yoga when I was three. Um, my parents were new immigrants to Canada. They immigrated from Barbados through uh, England, through through Britain, and then eventually came to Canada because nobody was coming to Canada because it was cold and 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 uh, nobody wanted to come here. So they were hiring people to work here, and my parents uh, came and ended up um, staying. And so my mother was really isolated when she had my brother and sister. So she had three kids under the age of four, didn't have any friends, didn't drive and lived in a rural area. So the closest thing to her was a library. So she ended up going to the library and getting a book on a practice she could do at home, which didn't require um, any special equipment. And uh, do when her kids were sleeping and she didn't need a big space to do it in and she didn't have to leave the house. So that's how I got introduced to yoga. She used to take out this book called Stay Young with Yoga. Somebody actually, China Doll on uh, Instagram posted a picture of this book because I didn't really believe it existed until she posted a picture. It's been out of print forever. It was written in the 50s. And her and I would flip through the book and pick out poses that we would do. So the ones that I remember doing most with my mother are the poses that I just like now, which were uh, <laughs> headstand and shoulder stand. She really love those poses and those poses are like I don't mind a good headstand but shoulder stand uh -uh. my boobs are like coming to block my yeah. nostrils off so I don't Real. I don't I don't roll with that I, I try really hard not to do it but sometimes you just have to cool all right so what's your favorite yoga pose well, funny that you should say triangle was yours. Triangle is still mine, and I've uh, recently got my handstand practice back, so I'll have to say I do like the feeling of kicking up into handstand. It does make me feel really powerful, mm -hmm. um, but those are that those two are like by far my two favorites. I try to practice them at least a couple times a week. What do you like about triangle pose? I like the way it stretches out my hamstrings and my low back. And, and then I always transition from child's pose to wild or from triangle to wide, wide legged forward fold. So um, I just like the way that that feels in the back of my body. And that's, I also, you know, it just feels really strong. It just feels really extended for me. So that's why I love it. Awesome. 
All right. So uh, what's something that nobody knows about you that you're going to I had to think about that because I'm pretty much uh, an open book. Um, I, I can't think of anything that I haven't shared with probably the entire world. Uh, I don't know. I have four. I have three siblings. Maybe people don't know that about me. I have a brother and sister that I grew up in the house with, and I have a sister that I didn't. And uh, we hadn't talked for about 35 years. And um, we ended up having a big blowout when I was 12 and she was 13. And uh, we didn't speak to each other for a very long time. And then we recently, uh, within the past three years, um, I looked her up on Facebook and found her. And she responded to me, which I thought was really surprising. And we were supposed to meet. And I, then I chickened out. And then we met a second time. And we have so much in common. We like the same music. We like the same food. We all have the same favorite color. And now we're now we're super close. Now I'm really um, excited. And I have a niece that I didn't know about. And so I have this extended family. I have a big sister that I, I um, that I really love and look up to. So maybe people don't know that about me. I love that story. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll learn something every day. Right. Cool. <laughs> well, this was fun. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a little get to know us. And uh, thank you for being part of the Yoga for All community. Thank you for uh, loving and being a part of the Accessible Yoga community. And thanks, thanks, Amber, for being my yoga sister. I just, one thing that people might not know is that I used to stalk Amber on uh, YouTube, but she turned off, I didn't know she turned off the comments on her YouTube page. And I was constantly trying to get her attention and I felt like she was ignoring me. And then I got angry and decided I would ignore her because she wasn't talking to me. <laughs> and then, weirdly enough, like a day later, I get an email from Amber Carnes. I'm like, do you want to work together? I'm like, oh, girl, I am texting you and messaging you on YouTube for a year, okay? And I decided yesterday that I'm not bothering with this bitch anymore. <laughs> she called me. I said, you know what? I, got, I don't know time for nobody's going to get back to me. And here we are. Here we are, like, what, three, four years later. I know. Yeah, it was funny. I've, I've like, I'll say about like when we kind of met, it's like Diane and I were aware of each other for a while. And yep. back when I first started teaching, Diane was one of the like only people online that I found that was like teaching yoga for your body. And so I was stalking you too, but <laughs> like our messages were getting lost in the ether. Yeah. But I had tried to collaborate with two or three other people and it really just wasn't syncing up. We weren't aligned. They didn't have the same sort of like uh, mission that I did and philosophy and didn't want to share the spotlight and like all these different things. And so when I talked to Diane immediately, I was just like, yes, she gets it. Like we were right off the bat, like co-creating and collaborating and had the same like drive and passion and everything else. And so, uh, the rest of were Aries. Aries. Yes. I'm glad that we finally um, got in touch so that we could create all this uh, awesome stuff and speak to all of you like this wouldn't happen if, if it weren't I finally yeah. returned Diane's message. <laughs> Hi, thank you for listening to the Yoga for All podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes. Please make sure you like, share, and rate. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with us, you can always email us at yogaforalltraining at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on our social media pages me diane bondi yoga on instagram facebook and twitter and amber karns official all on her social media channels so i'd like to thank kyle for producing and editing this podcast and if you want to be on the podcast or if there are any topics you'd like us to cover please reach out don't forget you can always email us or find us on social media thank you everybody until next time